Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Story Pirates Kids Rise Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. My name's Lee. My name's Peter. And we're going to play for you another awesome story from the archives that was written by an awesome kid. Peter, what's today's story? Today's story, Lee, was written by a then second grader from Victoria, British Columbia. That's in Canada, y'all. Her name is Elizabeth Baird, and her story is called The Dazzling Situation. Dazzling situation. The dazzling situation. Wow, you have an interesting singing voice. The dazzling situation. All right, that's quite enough. You're welcome. Before we hear the Story Pirates adaptation of the dazzling situation, the situation. let's hear the original story that the author sent in to us. Please. The Dazzling Situation. There once was a beautiful girl and a very handsome man, and one day, once it was Halloween, someone went trick-or-treating. He looked just like the handsome man coming back from work, and she bring him inside. Until the other day, she said, I know, I know, you gotta go to school. Wait a minute, you don't go to school! She noticed that he didn't go to school. He went to work. And then the doorbell rang, once he was just about to go downstairs, and she answered it. And then it was the guy coming back from work. He said, I'm back, sweetie, carrying all his bags from work. And then they talked it all out. And then it became a famous story. One day they read it to their baby 
and the baby said, can I dress as someone and go to their door and live with them too? And they fainted. The end. Wow, if ever there was a soap opera submitted to us, this is, this is that soap opera. I am dazzled. It is quite a situation. And now here it is by Elizabeth Baird, The Dazzling Situation. Once upon a time, there was a very beautiful girl and a very handsome man. I'm a beautiful girl. I'm a very handsome man. Hello, beautiful girl. Hello, very handsome man. We are so good looking together. Well, beautiful girl, I shall be off. Yes, of course, handsome man. It's Halloween. You're off to go trick-or-treating. No, beautiful girl. What? I'm off to work, because that's where I go. You know this. Ah, yes. My very handsome man goes to work. I know this. Ah, yes. You are beautiful. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, that man. Have I mentioned that he's very handsome? Oh. (gasps) Trick-or-treat. Oh, a trick-or-treater. Hi, trick-or-treat. Oh, but you're not a trick-or-treater at all. You're my man, my very handsome man. You've come home from work early. Uh, what? You're my very handsome man. Thank you, but I... No, come in at once, very handsome man. I've made a most luxurious dinner. All right, you sold me. I'm bringing you inside. Come here. Whoa! So she did bring him inside, and then the other day... Well, uh, thanks for all those luxurious meals and for the constant validation of my looks, but I should be going, beautiful girl. I've got to go to school. I know you have to go to school, my very handsome man, because that's where you go. To school. I know this. (gasps) What? Something's wrong. I'm confused about what I know. I think my very handsome man goes to work, not school. I'm pretty sure I know this. Wait a minute. You don't go to school. Oh gosh, what do I know? Oh, who is that? It's not Halloween. I must go investigate. I must answer the door. I'm back, sweetie, back from work. Here I am carrying all my bags. Oh, what a day, what a day. Oh, my very handsome man. My beautiful girl. My other very handsome man. Wait, what? Hi there. Beautiful girl, are you telling me there's another very handsome man in your life? Look, it's been entirely about food, I promise. You've been cooking for him? I'm so angry and handsome! Wait! Everybody stop. We're all beautiful people. We can talk this out. All right. And so they did talk it out. And when they were finished, they realized that they had quite a, a dazzling situation on their hands. Well, this is a dazzling situation. It should be famous. Hey, everybody, it's me, Hollywood. Hollywood, you're so beautiful. I know. I heard your dazzling situation, and I want to make it famous. Yay, we're We're famous. famous. Oh, my word, look over there. It's those people from the dazzling situation. They are so famous. Take pictures of them. Oh, please. After some fame, the beautiful girl and the very handsome man had a baby. Yes, that's right, a baby. Beautiful baby is crying. Let's sing to our baby the story of our situation. All right. And the beautiful girl. And the very handsome man. Oh, my beautiful girl. Oh, my very handsome man. We lived happily ever after. after. 
it's me. Baby. Your baby. You can talk? Oh my goodness, our baby talks. Yes, I do. And I was very intrigued by your dazzling situation. Can I dress up like someone and go to their door and live with them too? It sounds like a lot of free meals. <sighs> and the beautiful girl and the very handsome man fainted. The end. Whoa! And now Lee speaks with the author herself, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. Um, nice to talk to you. Thanks for thanks for agreeing to let me interview you. So, Elizabeth, you wrote the story, The Dazzling Situation. Yep. So, can you tell me how you got the idea for this incredible story? Um, just popped in my into my head, I guess. It popped right into your head. Mm-hmm. So the story is about a man and a woman, right? Yep. A beautiful woman and a very handsome man. Yeah. And then it gets a little bit crazy, right? Yep. How does it get crazy? The, the uh, man <laughs> went to work and there was a, a guy going trick-or-treating. And it looked just like the man. So they took him in and... <laughs> The next day, the man comes home, and he's like, Why is this man in here? <laughs> and she's like, he things out. Oops. And then, um, the baby hears this story, and she starts to talk and says <laughs> she wants to do the same thing that happened in their story. And then everybody faints. Yeah. Amazing. I think that's so funny. You just did a little bit of a voice there when you played the man who's coming home from work, right? Yep. Do you do a lot of voices? Sometimes. Seems like you're a pretty good actress. Thanks. So, do you think that the woman, she mistook the trick-or-treater because the trick-or-treater looked like the man? Yeah. So how did they look? Like, what was it about the way that they looked that was so similar? Like, she was wearing a costume that looked exactly like the man. Oh, his Halloween costume looked like the man. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Do you, do you know what he was dressed up for for Halloween? Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais? <laughs> the man was Ricky Gervais? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is too amazing. Wow. Wow. I'm blown away. Wow. So he was very handsome, in other words. Because Ricky Gervais is incredibly handsome. (laughs) That's why in your story, he's called a very handsome man. So do you remember this song that we sang when we adapted your story? I think, yeah. Do you remember any of it? Could you sing any of it for me? Um, (laughs) I don't really feel up to it. (laughs) What if we sing it together? No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, it's one of my favorite songs. I think it's so fun. So, Elizabeth, where do you live? Um, Bear Mountain in a a condo. Oh, cool. And are you in Canada? Yeah. Oh, Canada. Cool. So, I'm calling you from New York City. Can you tell me... Really? Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah. I'm I'm right downtown in New York City. So, Elizabeth. Oh. For someone like me who doesn't know much about Canada, can you tell me a little bit about it? I don't know what to say. What do you guys like to eat for fun? 
Well, I like to play outside in the snow. Oh, okay. In winter, practically only winter. Has it? Is it snowed up there right now? Yep. When you play in the snow, do you do any? Do you like snowshoe? Do you like track moose or like what do you do in the snow? Snow angel, snowman. Oh. And snowballs. And what grade are you in right now? Grade four. Do you like the fourth grade? Yeah. What do you like about it? Well, I like not a lot of things. <laughs> do you write a lot of stories? Mm, I have a lot of ideas, but I don't really write them on paper usually. Oh, why not? Well, I don't really have the time to. Yeah, you're busy, right? Yeah. With all the snow angels you have to make. <laughs> <laughs> Those take time. You gotta move your arms and legs up and down. Mm, not very. Not long. really. So you do have time to write your ideas down. Also, a few things I have to do, like I have to take care of my sister. Oh. And well, not completely by myself. Right. How old's your sister? Two. Two years old. Oh, so she's little. What do you do with your sister? That's fun. Um, there's a dog named Violet. It's my sister's favorite toy. A little dog toy? Yeah. Cute. I love that. When Did you get the idea for the talking baby in your story from your little sister talking when she was a baby? No, I just thought that's silly. <laughs> it is a little silly. Well, let me ask you one more question. If there's kids out there that want to write a story that's as funny and silly and creative as your story is, do you have any advice for them on how they could do that? Just think very, very hard. Just think. About what would be nice to think about, like, oh. creative. Yeah. Elizabeth, thank you for talking to me today about your story. Happy to talk to you. I really love your story, and I am so glad that you let us perform it, so thank you. You're welcome. All right. I hope you have fun in the snow. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. And if you want to see the Story Pirates live in person, come visit us in New York City. We perform on select Saturdays throughout the year in Midtown Manhattan, and we feature new stories every week with kid authors there to take a bow after the show. Find our full schedule at our website, storypirates.com. We're also going to be heading to Concord, New Hampshire in June, and later in the month, you can see us at the Solid Sound Festival in North Adams, Massachusetts. Check out our website, storypirates.com, and click Performances at the top for details, times, and tickets. While you're there, you can also buy t-shirts for the Story Pirates fan in your life. Please remember to friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and why not tell a friend about this podcast, and rate us on iTunes and leave a message. Your support goes a long way. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Hey, grown-ups! This next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. 
Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control! We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! <sighs> Very good, Peter. <laughs> Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. <laughs> 